Hey guys, it's been a minute since I uploaded a podcast, but I want to go ahead and make one today to give you guys something to think about. And the topic I want to give this one is, do they know you? Do they know you? Like families, friends, your current customers, your future customers. Like, do they know you? Do they know your your reputation that you have for your business? Do they know about your business? Um, those are two two things that I feel like take your business to the next next level because the people that know about your business that talk about your business is the probably the more than likely the ones that appreciate what you do if you're doing a good job. They're the one that share your business and help you grow your business. So, with that being said. Uh, of course, I'm circling it around. Of course, you know, got you. You know, I love Google. Um, I feel like that's a, a resource that people utilize a lot for services and things of that nature. I actually got a call yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I talked with this guy for about 30 minutes from Angie's List. He said he was uh, one of the guys of like one of the corporate offices, and he noticed that I filled out a form back in January, but I didn't complete it. He wanted to see if he had any uh, questions or anything that I, he can answer that can get me on board with, you know, signing up. And I was like, uh, no, I, where I'm at with my business, um, I just wanted to uh, I want to grow gradually. I don't want to grow as fast as, uh, you know, the speed of light. And I don't feel like the service will be necessary for what I'm trying to do. That's kind of what I was explaining to him of why I never completed it. And um, so this guy's sell point was, he's like, you got to understand, our customers are, they pay a membership to use Angie's List. So they're, they're more than likely not really worried about what price your services cost. They just want somebody who's reputable. And from the looks of it, you have more reviews than any of the lawn care landscape companies around besides true green he said this so i'm like okay so this this must mean he's focused in on my reputation as a business he looked at my website and uh so i'm like okay at this point he got my he got my attention so i'm like yeah i said um and that's kind of where i'm at right now i said uh i feel like uh i don't want to pay for leads just because i may attract the wrong type of customers i say and also He's like, well, we're not a, a, a lead-based company. I said, well, how does it work? He's like, well, uh, basically you get a few calls. We send you a few calls a month, and you pay a certain price point, three to $400 per month. You know, that one customer, you know, can give you this, that, and the third. But to me, that was a little bit contradictory because he said I'm not paying for leads, but yet the amount that I would actually pay for the service that he's uh, offering would be around three to four hundred dollars per month if I'm looking to get three to four calls per week. To me, that's paying for leads in a different, just not phrasing it in that sense. They have other service like services like that, like Home Advisor, uh, Amazon, uh, Thumbtack. There's many services out there that offer this type of uh, uh, service service to probably get you leads and try to grow your business um for me that that's just not how i want to grow um i feel like i'll spend a x amount of dollars out of pocket not to say i'm an entrepreneur and i don't mind you know investing in things that and diversify the way i invest but in the same token i would think uh i would be more out of pocket 
more out of pocket with paying for leads um, that may not be a, a long-term customer or no no telling what type of people that they, they're, they're gonna give you I know from my experience with I think I tried out like thumbtack or something but they send out various different customers in different areas not my type of area and that doesn't work for me route density is an uh, important piece to my business and my business growth so sending me customers that's way out and, you know not in within my area doesn't help me so in that sense like that service didn't work for me but hey who's to say it doesn't work for everyone else so farther along we're we're talking it and uh the guy was basically telling me uh it's like you gotta understand there's people that don't even use google they just go straight to angie's list and that's where they they use angie's list for all of their services meaning whatever they need done that's where they go they don't look up online or nothing like that so you're pretty much going to have a, a loyal quality customer and not to say i shouldn't believe the guy he may be right because if, if you think about it if somebody is paying for a membership why wouldn't they utilize uh everything within their membership to get their services completed but my thoughts process as well i seriously seriously doubt my objection to that was i seriously doubt that someone is not utilizing google i say i say for instance if you need something right now i say are you guys going to go to angelus or everything no people like to diversify where they're looking for stuff and they don't look on angie's list or just yelp they don't just shop those platforms that's just my opinion people look multiple places before they make a decision and that's where i was and the guy was like no i well i have to object with you it just doesn't work like that with us all majority of all of our customers are reoccurring this just and the third i'm like okay guy he's pretty uh, a hard salesman and uh I, I I admired that because God didn't let up. <laughs> he didn't let up fast on trying to answer any type of objections I would have with moving forward with their service. Um, which kind of brings me to my next thought process is like, do people know you? Like, <laughs> like, do people know you? Like, that's what what made me think. Like, like, dude, I don't. None of my family or friends use Angie's List. So what type of customer base are we having? Just because my family and friends, don't get me wrong, just because they don't use it doesn't mean that there's not a large uh, customer base that do use it. So I was like, that, my thought process was, well, I don't know anybody who uses Angelus, like, like you're saying. So what's the likelihood of the average person to be using it? I don't feel like there's a, that's just my opinion. It's not a lot a large amount of people that's going to be using within the area that i'm currently located so it's like well well uh we have more uh more work than uh landscapers uh to actually complete the work right now and to me every time i get a call from anyone whether it's home advisor or whoever trying to get me sold on their services uh it doesn't work for me just because they all have that same thing oh we have so much work and not enough landscapers like you understand i hear that from every last one of you guys um which also in a sense i i don't just th hear that and like well this is their sales pitch what if that, that may be true but i don't really want them to find me just through you you know what i mean that's why we have 
Facebook. That's how you have sites like Yelp where you can get citations with your, your business name, your, your phone number, and your operation out, all those things. That's why we have all those different platforms, Google My Business List, to kind of put your business out there. Now, once you're out there online and stuff like that, like, of course, what people say about you is a big deal because people look at reputable companies. Um, I, I made it my business within my first year. Of course, it's like my second full year. I made it my business to to crunch down and get more reviews than any other company. I'm micro focused on it because it's a big deal to me. Um, I'm not perfect. I know there's going to come down this road where I'm going to get somebody, maybe somebody random or whatever. Somebody's going to leave me a bad review. But the thing is, I got so much momentum built that who's going to look at the bad reviews when you got well over, you only have, I only have one bad review right now, one bad review. And I tried to mend it with that customer. I tried to call him and it was, it was kind of crazy. It was the dude had a party that he was throwing and he wanted me to come there and install mulch like the next day. Like, dude, I'm, it's the peak of the season. It's June, July. Like I just can't run over to what, what you got going on and install mulch on this short base. I need like a week to plan this thing out. But yet and so, I told the dude I'll be there. And sure enough, I caught the flu. <laughs> so I've actually missed all my customers for like a whole week or two. And that caused me to get that bad review from that one customer. And I feel like it shouldn't have happened because I should have communicated. I could have prevented what happened by just communicating. But, you know, it happened. You know, I got a bad review. And I tried to mend it with the customer. He moved on, said I, I ghosted all the customers, and but yet he didn't understand my situation. I feel like there's no excuses for making excuses, so I should have gave him excuses. I should have just gave him the reality of what was going on. Him being a human should have understand, hey, okay, Roberts has the flu. He shows up every time on schedule. He usually, you know, I dropped the ball one time. He threw me under the bus. It's just what it is. I accept it for what it is. But as of right now, I have 102 reviews. And I have one bad review. And <laughs> so uh, I got momentum built. The average potential person, potential customer, future customer, they're going to look at all the good. Yes, they're going to want to know the bad or the bad things that like they know I'm not perfect. But let alone I'm controlling the narrative of my story by having good relationships with customers, doing good work and making sure those people are telling other people about me by just leaving a review review on facebook google every platform i'm trying to make sure that people know me <laughs> and they have a perspective they have an ideal of who they're dealing with before they actually reach out to me so when i say do they know you like do they know you like it's a hundred views on on my google they can look through all those reviews they're not just gonna say one thing they're gonna say multiple different things they're going to talk about, man, he was so uh, professional, so informative. Um, he actually did this, that, and the third. Like, he's a great, like, they're going to hear so many different perspectives because not only do I do lawn maintenance, uh, we control fertilization. Like, I do multiple different things, and everybody have a different experience with me. So everybody's going to share their interaction and impression that they got 
from dealing with me. That goes a long ways because they pretty much share my information. People can see that. And likely when people call me, <laughs> since this year alone, uh, based off of me having the 60 reviews that I got, 50 to 60 reviews that I got within my first year, um, a lot of the people that call me, almost all of them, they said, I said, how did you find the business? I always ask a customer that, a future potential customer who called me, how did they hear about the business? Just to hear where are they getting this, these, this, my information from. I want to know where they're coming from. And when I use my yard book system, I make sure I tag that in on the end of their, uh, I put hashtags on areas and things like that. That's a whole nother story. But I make sure I tag in where they heard, heard about me. 90% of the people that call me, they always say Google. You had a ton of reviews and we were really interested. That right there alone, it makes me happy because that shows me they're, they're searching for a good person. They're searching for a quality, reputable company to service their property. They don't want any hiccups and all that. And by far, as of right now, they probably feel like they know me. They know me based off of all the things that they read about me. But let alone, I still feel like where I'm at right now, there's so many different uh, companies out here. Uh, I feel like there's no such thing as competition. There's a lot of money on the table, a lot of lawns and properties that need to be, you know, hedge trim, mowed, landscape projects, and etc. But I feel like there's more that can be done as far as um, getting myself out there to what people actually know. Like, I feel like if I go to, you know, a random neighborhood and ask them about, you know, my business. Not everybody's not in tune with, you know, lawn lawn care, land ma lawn maintenance, landscaping and things of that nature. But if they do, you know, look for companies. I want me to be the one on their mind first. So, what I'm going to start doing, which I know I should have been doing more of is I'm going to start blitzing my markets a bit more with reoccurring uh door hangers because yes they, it may be annoying to them they may get it and throw it away but i made an impression by them just seeing my uh business name oh this lawn reputation llc they they left a uh a, a flyer on my door but then once they actually need a service and they look up and they so happen to see my business name they're gonna it's gonna key in their mind hey i've seen this name before oh man they got a lot of good things going on about them man look at the work that they got they're posting this that i'm gonna reach out to them that's my thought process of how it's how it may or may not work may work <laughs> i'm gonna say it, it may work but i need to make more impressions within my business to make sure they know me um and of course i still want my customers to refer 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 because that's kind of how i like to grow organically like that yes you have to uh if you're really trying to make some crazy impressions, spend some money in marketing, but it's it's well worth the return. You may spend you know two three hundred bucks on just marketing material, ah, marketing material far as like door hangers or flyers, and that stuff pays for itself, guys. Um, you literally literally need to uh, let off. Don't hold on to the money too tight where you you're you're not you don't want to market like that. When I first started, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, it's going to 
it's going to cost to do this, that, and the third. But then once I start seeing returns, like, oh, they heard about me through what? And they, oh, man, they just paid for a $400 uh, landscape project. And that works for me. You know, it's that $400 project more than likely probably was less than 100 bucks in material. That was a $300 profit job to me. That Those uh, flyers paid for themselves within the first job. Any other customer here on, that's all profit. That's all, you know, yes, it's time to put that material out there, but, you know, it has a return. But making impressions to to people that you don't know, I feel like is a big piece of it. Like, people, if they, you, I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie with, uh, I think it was Will Smith. What was it called? I think it was called Focus or something, where he was like a pickpocket person or something like that. But the, he was able to uh, convince a guy to choose any number on the field, and the guy chose it. I forgot what movie it was called. I thought it was called Focus or something like that. You look into it. But basically, he started at the beginning of the day with this guy. When the guy woke up to when the guy got to the... Uh, the football stadium watching the game he made an impression all throughout the day it was a rally going on when the guy left his hotel like a, a protest or something or a rooting or something but one of the guys had a, a big fat guy had a jersey on with a certain number on it. i forget the number but he's seen that number like i think two to three times like throughout his day so when will smith uh when he challenged the guy, he said, if you choose any number, and if I guess the right number, you know what I'm saying, I guess he win, win the bet or whatever. So he chose the number, and coincidentally, the, the, the guy was on the sideline with the biggest heavyset linebacker or whatever, lineman or whatever, had the same number that the guy had been seeing the whole day. And he saw that number, and in his mind, that's where he wanted to go because he felt like that was a lucky number to him you guys get where i'm going with this that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> make sure the people know me make those impressions multiple times throughout the year throughout the weeks throughout the days by putting out all the marketing material i can put out so i'm making those impressions each time and when they decide to choose who they're going to roll with they choose me <laughs> So, do they know you guys? Do they know you? Um, make those impressions, man. I ain't going to make this much longer. This looked like it's almost a 20-minute podcast. Make sure the people know you. Um, make sure you're continuing the market. Market, market, market all you can. Um, it has its returns. Make sure you're doing it within the right timing of the season. Uh, if you market too late, guys, you may miss the miss the hump on what you're trying to accomplish. I did experience that a little bit this year uh, with uh, this COVID situation. I feel like people are holding on a little bit more tighter to their funds um, when it came to doing aerations and overseeding. Um, I, I didn't pick up as many customers as I wanted to, but I dropped the ball by not marketing within the right time frame to make the impressions to actually land those customers. So that was a mistake on my behalf. Lesson learned. I, le I know what to do going towards next year. But, um, Appreciate you guys following the podcast. If you like it, please follow the channel and y'all hear from me in the future. Later.